Humanity has a great future, but an uncertain future. A future that is now being challenged by great change that is coming to the world. A future that is being challenged by those races in the universe who are interfering in human affairs, seeking to take advantage of a weak and divided humanity. You have come to a point the future and fate of humanity will be decided in the years to come. And it will be determined by how humanity responds to the great change that is coming to the world and to competition from the universe around you over who will have the commanding influence of the future and the fate of the human family. People do not realize they are living and had such a monumental turning point, such a pivotal time in humanity's long history. It is not in people's thoughts, it is not in people's conversation, but it is at a deeper level in people's experience. But many people around the world are feeling a great change coming to the world. And they look at the future with concern and anxiety. They sense the great change that is coming over the horizon. Even if they cannot yet speak of it openly, or articulate what they are feeling specifically, Because of the great change that is coming to the world and humanity's encounter with life within the universe, a new revelation has been sent from the creator of all life. A great blessing, a great power, a great message, great preparation. It has come in a pure form in a simple form, given incrementally over a long period of time to one man, who was sent into the world to bring a new message from God to a struggling humanity. For those who will be the first to encounter this new revelation, it perhaps will be confusing because it deals so much with the future of humanity, and to a lesser degree to humanity's present circumstances and difficulties. But this has always been the nature of the great revelation, the revelations brought by the messengers over the course of human history. But the revelations have not simply been a response to immediate problems and difficulties, but by preparation for the next great stage of human development and evolution. Indeed, in this case, God's new revelation speaks of a greater challenge to human freedom and sovereignty in this world, 
a challenge that is known by so very few. You do not yet realize what is threatening your well-being. You do not yet realize the power and the strength of knowledge that God has given you. And you do not yet realize that a new revelation is in the world, and that you are living at a time of revelation. If people were really connected to their deeper experience, they could perhaps discern these things. But that is not the case. And so the revelation comes, but few can hear it. Few can recognize it for what it really is. Few can accept the responsibility of what it would mean for their lives to receive a new message from God. And few can recognize what is coming over the horizon, the great storms that are building in the future. And humanity's vulnerability to those forces and races in your local universe who are here to cast their influence over unsuspecting humanity. People are beset by other problems, the problems of the day, the anxieties of the moment. And these are very real, of course, in many cases. But they are insignificant compared to what is coming. God knows that humanity is not responding, is not reading the signs of the world, is not responding to knowledge, the great endowment. And so a new revelation has been sent here, a revelation unlike anything that has ever been given humanity before to prepare you, all of you, for a future that you are not anticipating and for which you are unprepared. If humanity really understood its position and its vulnerability, then it would recognize why a new revelation had to be given. It would see that humanity's previous revelations, all given by God, cannot prepare it for what it is facing now. It would see that humanity's religions and religious institutions are incapable of preparing humanity for the great ways of change, for environmental decline, for the loss of food production in the world for violent weather, for the growing risk of competition, conflict, and war between groups and nations over who will have access to the remaining resources of the world, which are being so rapidly depleted at this time. And no religion or religious institution as it stands today can prepare humanity for the complexities of life in the universe. 
of what humanity must know to preserve human freedom and sovereignty within this world. Indeed, the world's religions have become fractured even within themselves, contentious with each other, and anchored in the distant past. Even the notions and the beliefs about God and the creation are lost in antiquity, are based upon ancient ideas, that do not keep pace with the revelations about the expanse of the universe, or the great diversity of life that lives around the world and beyond the world. That is why humanity must now prepare for a new reality. A difficult reality, but a redeeming reality. For humanity is facing the great ways of change. An intervention from the greater community holds the greatest promise for human unity and cooperation. For in the face of these things, it becomes quite evident that nations will have to to join together, to preserve the world, to prevent collapse, to preserve human civilization, and to learn about the greater community of life in which you have always lived, and in which your world has always existed. It is a new education. It is a greater need. And it has the power to unite a divided humanity. It has the power and the strength to overcome long-standing conflicts and animosities. It is that powerful. It is that urgent. It is that strong, if it can be seen clearly and understood. But at this moment, uh, humanity is not very intelligent does not anticipate the future. It does not prepare for the future. It does not make sacrifices in the moment in order to prepare for future eventualities. It cannot see future eventualities. But uh, there are individuals who can recognize these things and who can be prescient. Humanity as a whole is dull and ignorant, self-absorbed and unresponsive to a changing world. As that is why God has sent a new revelation. And the revelation is here to build human intelligence, to expand human awareness and to teach the meaning of religion and spirituality at the level of knowledge, at the level of the deeper intelligence that exists within each person and in all sentient life in the universe. Here, instead of having faith in God, you learn to respond to knowledge. Here, instead of 
establishing fantastic belief systems and defending them against other belief systems, you begin to respond and to follow knowledge. Here, instead of idolizing and worshipping teachers and messengers, you learn how to recognize knowledge in one another, which is the wisest part of each person. God does not run the world. God does not manage the climate. God does not have to take care of every little thing because God has set everything in motion and has given you knowledge to guide you, to protect you, and to prepare you for a greater life and service in the world. The Lord of all the universes is not preoccupied with your daily affairs, but at the same time has given you a deeper connection so that the will and the power of God can speak to you and guide you, give you certainty in the face of calamity or upheaval. God is so close to you and yet so vast and magnificent and incomprehensible. Your connection to God is at the very center of your being, but you live your life at the surface of the mind, held there by your fascination and fear of the world, held there by your own fear and obsession. God is so very close, but God seems so very far away. Great studies have been told about the messengers of the past. But who knows the reality of revelation? Fantastic tales of miracles and superhuman qualities. Fantastic tales of coveting with the angelic horse. But who in the world knows what real revelation looks like, how it is experienced and expressed? For it has been a very long time since humanity has received a new revelation from the Creator of our life, and no one living in the world today can account for it. You only have stories from the past. So when a real revelation occurs, well, people don't see it, they don't recognize it. They're unresponsive. And if they encounter it directly, they doubt it. Uh, how can it be? Even the messenger himself will not proclaim it is the message itself that proclaims. The message proclaims itself. To be what it is, it represents its source and its purpose. 
It speaks of living fully in the moment and preparing wisely for the future. For the creator of our life wills that humanity will prepare for its future, a future unlike the past, a future that people will not or cannot see, but which can be seen and felt and known. This is a calling to you to respond. This is a message for you about your life and circumstances. This is a revelation about the real nature of your spirituality and its source. This is a new understanding about human intelligence and human responsibility. This is a calling for human unity and cooperation. This is a revelation of what is coming over the horizon and what humanity must do to prepare, both collectively and individually. This speaks of the source and center of power within the individual and where inner freedom can be established and what real freedom means, how it can be preserved, and what threatens it today and tomorrow. Never has such a teaching been given to humanity before. For the previous revelations were given to peoples who were illiterate and had no sophistication. In contrast, the new revelation today is expansive in detail. It is rich. Its teaching covers so many subjects. It is the largest teaching ever given to humanity. For it is being given to a humanity that is now literate and that has a world awareness. Even the nature of revelation has changed dramatically to meet the growing and changing needs of humanity. But people's ideas are still lost in the power. They do not understand what revelation means. They do not recognize it when it appears. They do not seize the blessings and the responsibility of living in a time of revelation. They do not even seize the need for a new revelation. Nonetheless, a new message from God has been sent. It is necessary now, for humanity cannot see what is coming. It is unprepared and does not realize the need to prepare. It is living with the misunderstanding of its circumstances, and it cannot see the fruits of its actions or the future consequences of humanity's impact upon the natural world. Technology has become your new religion, your new god that will save you from everything, or so you think. But your technology cannot prepare you for the great ways of change, and it cannot prepare you for your encounter with difficult forces from the universe. 
Humanity knows not of its strength or its weakness. And it is because of this that it is so vulnerable now. The world has been so depleted and is being so depleted even at this moment that the future sustenance, stability for humanity is now in peril. You must see this and feel this to recognize why a new revelation would be given. You must have the courage and objectivity to face these things without blame and condemnation upon others. For everyone has created this and everyone is facing the consequences. Your future and your destiny will be determined within the next decades. It will be determined now. It will be determined by humanity's wisdom or by its ignorance. That is the choice. That is the decision. That is the greater responsibility of your time. That is the great calling of your time. That is why the new revelation must speak of humanity's core strength and the power of knowledge within the individual. For humanity must know where its strength can be found, where its wisdom resides, and where it will gain the certainty and the commitment to do what is necessary to preserve human civilization and to thwart intervention from bond. These things are unknown to people, but life is moving. The world is changing. Humanity's isolation in the universe is over now, and it will never have it again. The world has changed, but people have not changed with it sufficiently. And there are many new things that must be learned and understood. There are many things that were never needed before that are needed now. It is a great need to uplift the human spirit and to educate humanity about the reality and the spirituality of life in the universe. But who can teach you these things? It cannot be learned at any university or in any church or mosque or temple. These things must come from God. For only God knows fully the human heart and the human spirit. Only God knows fully the history and the destiny of humanity. And thus, a revelation has been sent. Sent through one man, the messenger. Sent as messages have always been sent. Entering the world in a simple, humble form, without pageantry, without great 
drama, without a great demonstration. God has given an answer. It is the prayers and the earnest requests from people from all walks of life, nations and cultures. Your prayers have been answered now, for a new revelation is in the world. It is your challenge now to find this and to learn of this and to allow it to teach you about the meaning of your life in the world and about what you are preparing for now. And the great promise and the great risk that is before the human family. In the face of these great trials, humanity will have the opportunity to build a new foundation in the world, to unite humanity meaningfully without a repression, to act together instead of struggling in separation from one another. To become matured and wise, and to build your strength, and to escape the tragedy of the past. It is the great challenges that will enable you to do this. The very thing that could destroy human civilization is the very thing that could strengthen it and give it a new foundation and a new direction. The adversity you face is redeeming in this regard alone. But do not underestimate the great risk. Do not underestimate the challenge that is facing not only leaders of nations, but every citizen. So the decision is cast before you Will you unite and cooperate for the preservation of the world and to meet the great challenge of emerging into a greater community of life? Or will you fight and struggle over who has access to the remaining resources, ignoring the peril that exists from beyond the world, a peril that will only take advantage of human conflict and human disability, That is the question, you see. That is the question that is more important and more significant than any other question you could consider at this time. A question that surpasses all of your other concerns. And yet it is a question that is present in so few minds today. Humanity is unaware of its great strength and it is unaware of its great perils. It is these two things that have brought a new message from God into the world. For the protection and the advancement of humanity, 
God seeks to protect human civilization and to give it new life, a new purpose, a new direction. To warn you of the great adversities you face now that are greater than anything your ancestors ever had to deal with. Therefore, so much depends on human response, human responsibility, the ability to respond. So much depends upon your awareness and decision and your ability to recognize you're living in a time of revelation, in a time of transition into a more difficult and more hazardous world. So much depends upon human intelligence, the intelligence of individuals who can respond to a new revelation and can share its wisdom and its guidance with others. So much depends upon the power and the presence of knowledge within each individual, a power and a presence that is so unknown that is not heeded by most. You have to love humanity and have great faith in humanity, to believe that humanity will make the right decisions and follow the path that will provide a new way forward. You have to love humanity and have faith in the spirit of humanity and in the promise and the talents of humanity, despite its tragic and prolonged mistakes. Do not think another race in the universe will come to save you, for those that claim to do so are only here to take advantage of your weakness and your naivety. Do not think that if human civilization fails, something better or greater can be established as a consequence. Do not underestimate the power of the time in which you live and the great adversities that you now face. They still remain unknown to so many. And do not lose faith in the power and presence of knowledge within you and within others to recognize and to respond to these and to seize a great opportunity to forge a new union in the human family, a union built by necessity, a union built in the fire of necessity, a union built by the recognition that together you can succeed where in the past you have failed. The warning is upon you, but the blessing is upon you as well. For God loves humanity and does not want to see you fail or lose your freedom as you emerge into a greater community of life in the universe. And you must have this love and this faith and this commitment to humanity as well.
And if you do, you will begin to experience the power and the grace of knowledge within yourself. And you will see that you too have come into the world at this time specifically to make a unique contribution to certain people in certain circumstances. And though you may not yet realize who these people are or what these circumstances are, you will feel the power and presence of knowledge moving you, freeing you, reshaping your life, recasting your commitments, moving you in a new direction. May this blessing be yours to experience, for it is a blessing truly. And may these times arouse in you a deeper commitment and a deeper courage. And may you see that your future is before you to be decided at this time of great transition. And may you recognize that you as an individual must make these decisions and not simply rely upon others to make some for you. And may you recognize that the power and the grace of knowledge live within you, beneath the surface of your mind. And then in your heart you know things the mind cannot understand. And that your true identity exists beyond the realm and the reach of the intellect, in the power and the presence of knowledge. And may you hear these words with your heart, with an open mind, to see the great love that they demonstrate and the great respect and trust that they offer to you, who do not yet have your own self-respect and trust. And may God's new revelation illuminate your life and give you strength and courage to navigate the difficult times ahead and to speak as one voice in this world and to forge the foundation for a greater future for the human family.